0: Everybody's saying it's such a gift, you know, to have all this time to write, but then how come the only thing I want to do is Google the one month where Woody Harrelson and Glenn Close were a couple? This is what you always do,
1: okay? It's like in college when you would cry and cry into your tater tots about not getting your papers done on time.
0: But somehow you would always get those papers done. But Marnie wrote, like, half those papers, and now I'm in school for the thing I actually want to do, so shouldn't I actually want to do it?
1: No, that's not how it works. Nobody likes what they do. Do you think Dakota Fanning wants to be Dakota Fanning?
0: One hundred percent. Being Dakota Fanning is amazing. You get so many free boots.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Girls. We are just two boys watching, reviewing, chatting about HBO's girls. We are your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance and boy oh boy the sacrifices we are making for this show right now we live in los angeles at the time of this recording where i'm at it is 111 degrees no air conditioning on what's it over you what's it what's
0: it like over with you vance uh i had the air conditioning on all day so for me it's cool and nice and i just turned it off but i don't know it's probably like 105 here
1: yeah, we're going to be talking pretty quickly. <laughs> we're going to be like auctioneers reviewing this episode. I got an ice pack on my back, but you cannot take away from the fact that we care about you all. We're bringing these episodes to you despite all of these sacrifices. So today we are talking about season four, episode three. Overall, this is episode 35. The title is Female Author, directed by Jesse Perrette. Written by Sarah Hayward, the original air date is January twenty fifth, two thousand fifteen, to an audience of seven hundred and twenty-one thousand viewers, point seven two one million. Coming out of this episode, Vance,
0: how are you feeling about it? Ah, uh, I feel. Um, I feel like there's some stuff we can bring up from last episode. I feel like there's some stuff that's relevant to today. And yep. I feel like uh, Jessa really, really sucks on this one. Yes, she does. (laughs) Yes, she does. So you're going to be up on that high horse today. Oh, boy, am I. You're going to be
1: shouting. Oh, boy, am I. You're going to be shouting from that ivory tower. (laughs) Yes, I am. I'm going to be screaming from it, baby. Yeah.
0: (sighs) Let's just dive into this, right?
1: All right. How are we doing it? Characters. Characters, man. Easy. Shoshana, let's go. All right. Shoshana, she's on a job interview. She's nailing the job interview. She's vibing with the lady really hard that's interviewing her. She feels like they could be friends. The lady's like, hey, I just want to let you know that I have to interview the rest of these candidates, but you're a shoe in. The job is yours if you want it. And Shoshana is like, oh, my God, that's so cool. I was totally thinking that, except I'm probably not going to take this job because I'm using this interview as a practice round, as like a trial interview for something that I really care about.
0: And then the lady that's interviewing her gets really pissed. Understandably. Understandably, yeah. Uh, And I noticed that Shoshana has her hair down. She has her interview hair on. uh, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't have like a side bun. Yeah. Uh, It's just like, yeah, it's like she's definitely you know, more professional world dressed for this thing. And it was interesting to see her in the interview. I was like, all right, now we get some real world Shoshana. And Shoshana's is going to be Shoshana. She's definitely playing the game. and uh, Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, yeah. I mean, it looks like she's going to be successful, but I feel like she needs a bit of failure. Well, she could be successful, but not a good person. Like not all successful business people are like good people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so oh, yeah. she's going to be successful, but... Not likable. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. I, like, I don't think this lady has enough pull to, like, get her blacklisted for anything. So it's not. That'd be hilarious if she did. <laughs> yeah. But I doubt that that's going
1: to happen. Because yeah. it was like uh, an interview for, like, Ann Taylor Loft or something. Yeah, for doing uh yeah. jewelry. Jewelry. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. So that wraps up Shoshana. She has that one scene and that's it. She's out in the world interviewing and she got a job, but she turned it down because she was using it as a trial run, which I feel like that's kind of a good idea.
0: And I've sort of done that. Mm-hmm. I feel like but, all my job interviews are trial interviews because they're for jobs <laughs> I don't want
1: to shave it. And, uh, yeah, so who are we moving on to next? Uh, Do you want to do Marnie or Desi? Your call. I say let's do Marnie. All right. So Marnie's story starts off with her talking to Ray about how she wishes basically she was not a mistress. (laughs) And trying to justify herself as being like, well, I mean, I'm not really a mistress. And, like, I just wish that he, Desi, the guy that she's hooking up with who has a girlfriend, uh she's like, I wish that he would see that I'm better than his girlfriend and I'm not a mistress and like the thing that we have going is really good. And Ray is basically like, You're full of shit. It's not good. You're a mistress one thousand percent and you're a home wrecker and Desi's stupid for not dating you.
0: And then she makes out with Ray. Yeah. And then she (laughs) they obviously like end up having sex or whatever.
1: Yeah. Um, He's like, I think this guy's a selfish coward because he doesn't see the real gem in front of his eyes, which is you, Marnie. (laughs) He just loves up that little that little. Yeah. Bite of fruit for her to take it. Marnie takes the bait Mm -hmm. immediately
0: and starts making out with Ray. But she did ask if this was okay. And he did say it's okay, so she got consent.
1: Yeah, she got she totally got consent. She's
0: still, uh, dude. She's just a deplorable person. <laughs> well, th- this the next scene with her is worse than this one. But in this one, she says she's not the mistress if she ends up with him. Yeah, which is every mistress's thought process. <laughs> then she also says, "Oh, is this the world, um, getting us back for what we did to Shoshana?" Yeah, <laughs> Ray's like. No, don't bring witchcraft into us being cursed into a logical conversation, and then she's yeah. like, "You're right, I was way more upset than she ever was, yeah, <laughs> was which like, is what? no way
1: no way, and like that is Shoshana even... Shoshana punched mar
0: or tackled Marnie, yeah, but there's it's no not way even, that Marnie... it's not even like it was a real like there was no drama with her dating, Ray. that like went away in an episode, so."
1: yeah yeah it, it went away in half of an episode yeah,
0: exactly like by the <laughs> end of that episode it was over
1: yeah yeah man uh yeah, I mean, this is also the thing of like if a guy if a guy is cheating on his girlfriend with you and then he leaves his girlfriend for you, the odds of him staying faithful to you, the mistress,
0: now that he's dating you. Are pretty, pretty fucking low. Well, you always have to wonder if he's gonna do the same thing that you yeah. did, you know? Like but yeah. I, I mean we'll get to it, but you know, she knows what cheaters
1: are. Cheaters are always suspicious of being cheated on because they know <laughs> yeah. the they know the game, you yeah, know? Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like a magician can't go to a magic show because the whole time he's gonna be like, How's he doing this? How's it doing this? like what's the deal like cheaters are always paranoid that they're being cheated on they're always like going through
0: people's phones Mm -hmm. and it's just yeah it's it's not gonna be good especially when the scene ends with her hooking up with ray yeah exactly (laughs) dude
1: exactly
0: you're like okay we didn't bring this up i was shocked to see her just confiding in ray like openly yeah like well, he's yeah. like just wrapping wires like, why? What, what What? are you doing, Ray?
1: She comes over and she's like, Ray, the guy I'm fucking that I'm being a mistress <laughs> yeah. for is like not seeing how awesome I am. And Ray's like, well, that guy's stupid. And she's like, oh, you see how awesome I am. Hop on
0: it. Hop on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, is she awesome, Ray? Like, yeah. You've, no. You've seen her dark side. Yeah, she's not.
1: Anyway. She sucks. So next scene we see with Marnie, she's at, I guess, a record label, some kind of record executive's office. Mm -hmm. She and Desi are playing one of their demos and it's getting a good reception. It's a good song, according to all the people that are listening to it. And uh, the whole time the song is playing, Desi is like petting Marnie. He's like caressing her, grabbing her hair. and
0: yeah do you know do you know people in relationships like that that are just the touchy feely couple yes are 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 you you a touchy feely couple person i don't think no no i hate
1: i hate it when it's a couple and you know they're a couple Mm -hmm. but desi and marnie are the front that they're putting up is like we're just a couple of songwriters we're not together because like the record executives are like, "Hey, we really like this song. We gotta wait until we the boss comes back." But like, what's your story? And they're like, "Oh, we're just a couple of singer songwriters." But they're like, "No, but like, how long have you guys been dating? You guys are together, right? And how's the sex?" And Desi puts his foot down. He's like, "We're not together. I actually have a girlfriend named Clementine, and gives her whole backstory." Mm-hmm. Well, and then you go, you well, go in. Well, then Marnie like kind of freaks out and being like hey i'm gonna start smoking cigarettes you guys got cigarettes i'm being (laughs) awkward as fuck right now
0: yeah and it's like but for desi what are you doing caressing her back through the whole meeting exactly what impression are you going to be putting out there yeah like that's not something you do with like your musical partner like that's not i'm drawing a blank on like a band but like you wouldn't go to (laughs) and the lead singer and the drummer just like caressing each other's back you're like oh i guess they're not in a couple like, you would just assume yeah. that that's... Why else are that's, drawing circles on her back? Exactly. Why are you
1: touching... I I'm, I don't know. I'm not a big touchy-feely guy, like, even yeah. when I'm in a relationship. Same. So let alone, like, if this is supposed to be, like, kind of a work partnership. <laughs>
0: yeah, that doesn't... And plus, they the the people at the, the label, they want to be able to market you guys as a sexy duo, kind of like uh, uh, Lady guy guy and... Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. That's like every yeah. time I just see them singing these songs, I think of that. And everyone wanted to be like, oh, my God, is Bradley hooking up with Lady Gaga? And I'm like, no, he's an actor. He's Yeah. he's good. Yeah. Like everybody wanted that to be something. I'm like, no, they're singing a duet and he's an actor. And it's great. Like, it's fine. <laughs> but here, like he was like singing to her. He wasn't like rubbing her back during during the like award shows or anything. You know, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. So like this is weird that Desi is doing this. But it's also yeah. then weird that Marnie asked like, for cigarettes as the singer, right? <laughs> like, You're supposed to protect your voice at all costs. Yeah, so at least like smoking. Like, and yeah. sure, there's singers that smoke and do whatever. Like, yeah. but like, right yeah. in a meeting, can I have one of those? Can, can I? I need to
1: address something. I think Desi is fucking ugly now. Like, his haircut that he has right now, along with the beard, it makes his head just look like a perfect circle. And he looks... You remember that uh, story a couple years ago when a lady, like, painted over some Jesus Jesus? painting? You
0: mean the the Jesus
1: retouching? Yeah. Yeah. Jesse looks like the retouched Jesus painting.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's not actually that far off. Yeah, dude. (laughs) He looks exactly like that Jesus painting. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do think him with his hair just like medium length or just a little longer gives him more of a. I don't know. It just fills him out a little better. Yeah, it, it, this just looks so bad. Um, and and with that, so I'm yeah. getting. I'm still getting used to Adam fully shaven too now.
1: Yeah, yeah I don't like it.
0: It's something weird because I've seen him without facial hair, like later, like Adam Driver later. But now it just seems. Shocking in the show to see him fully shaven, clean shaven.
1: Agreed. It's like we've seen Star Wars, like we've seen (laughs) Kylo Ren. He doesn't have a goatee or a mustache or anything. But there's something about him in this show. Maybe it's the color grading or something, but Mm -hmm. his face just looks empty. You know, there is a scene on The Simpsons where Homer shaves his face, and he looks fucking weird. But like, it grows back in like two seconds. yeah, Yeah. But. Seeing him without it just doesn't, it's not, it doesn't feel right. It doesn't Some, look right. Yeah,
0: something just feels off.
1: Yeah. Um. So, yeah, uh, Marnie freaks out. She's kind of can't handle that she's not the main squeeze for Desi. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they go outside and Desi is like, what the fuck was that? Like, why are you acting so weird? And she's like, What? I wasn't acting weird. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, you were. You like you like ruined the meeting, you know? You asked for cigarettes. You don't smoke. She's like, Maybe I smoke now. Yeah, you don't fucking know me. Yeah,
0: why was she yeah. It was just like she just asked for cigarettes, that was her 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 coping mechanism for what was happening in the meeting, which was also like a great musical thing. Like
1: Yeah, it was like their their career is moving forward. Like it's important, and like they could get signed to a record label. Yeah, and she's like, I can't deal with this relationship drama. It's like (laughs) fucking table that, put a pin in that, get that bag. Yeah, (laughs) sign (laughs) the paperwork
0: and then figure out what you're gonna
1: do. Sign the paperwork. Put out an album, have it go really well, break out as a single star because yeah. you couldn't handle, and then write a bunch of songs about Desi and how he didn't fucking, here's your career trajectory, Marty. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, they, they keep arguing. Uh she uh, she's Desi's like, well, what's your problem? And she's like, you want to know my problem? Sit down and I'll tell you my problem. And then they sit down and Marnie's basically like, I can't be doing this with you if I'm not your girlfriend and it's not working out. And like, if we're just going to be doing music together and I'm not your girlfriend, then I'm not going to sleep with you. And Desi basically goes on a thing of, like, you knew what you were getting into. I told you I have a girlfriend. And this whole monogamy thing is so American, like, blah, 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 cultural to us. It's like, ugh,
0: I hate that fucking argument. It's it's an argument for convenience, but it is an argument that can be valid. That can be valid. I think when you do that, I think if... (laughs) when you use it for like that defense it it feels like oh i learned i learned this i read this one thing in a book once and now i'm like this is going to be my excuse for being a cheater you know like that yeah it's like men are biologically designed to spread their seed well my argument with that would be if the people the two people you're in a relationship with think opposite of that then you're not you shouldn't be doing that you know like exactly if you're in an open relationship with three people or whatever and they believe that then that's fine but now yes. you have two people that don't clementine and yeah. marnie
1: and you're sneaking behind mm. people's yeah. backs and doing yeah. it that's where it's like yeah oh,
0: dude yeah. slime ball of fucking jesus painting desi so i don't really fully agree with him on that but i will say that marnie did know what she was getting into she like, does straight away but she just thinks oh i'm the hot one i can just steal anyone from anyone yeah. um yeah
1: and it's because she's got people like ray feeding her
0: that that's why she believes it, i don't you know? even know like was ray saying that seriously or was he saying that just because he knew it could get him some
1: <laughs> i think that ray was saying it seriously know, because because that's just who he is and he thinks the world of marnie for some reason yeah uh for as logical and awesome as i think ray is and especially in this mm-hmm. episode
0: he's a voice a, of reason a, he's a voice in of reason, another yeah
1: in another uh, instance, mm-hmm. uh, he sucks with when it comes to Marnie.
0: Like he's like, uh, that's his blind know. spot. Everyone, everyone's got a little blind spot, you know. Yeah, I also hated how Desi, instead of
1: Marnie being like, "I'm cutting you off of sex," he's like, "Are you saying that you have a problem with the intimacy?" <laughs> uh, just,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've they a- just made his character so like douchebaggy
1: yeah um, he's like a fucking kumbaya like yeah. i'm going to burning man i believe in holistic he's medicine. got the beaded
0: bracelets on his wrist yeah,
1: yeah he 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 believes in the horoscope and he
0: oh, i hate these people <laughs> i fucking hate these well people. i don't the thing i don't get i don't see what marnie sees in him besides the music that's the thing i don't like she's like i know what i want and you're not giving yeah. it to me and it's like why do you want Desley? Cuz he's an actor yeah. and he he's kind of attractive and tall. Like what is like what is their relationship besides the music? Here's why is because he's
1: shown some level of interest in her. That's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But t- <laughs> like so, so is Ray.
1: Yeah, and she fucking fucked Ray in yeah, this Yeah, but section. she doesn't
0: want Ray as much now. I don't know. Now, it's weird. We have a love triangle between Marnie, Ray and Desley now. There's there's a Jewish triangle.
1: There's two love triangles. It's Clementine, Desi, and Marnie. Marnie,
0: Desi, and Ray. Well, Clementine doesn't get a lot of screen time. Like I mean,
1: neither does Shoshana. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh and uh that Yeah, that's pretty it. much wraps up Marnie. Yeah. Basically, Desi was saying, you know, I never said I was going to dump Clementine. And Mario's was like, "But I thought that you would. And he was like, no, (laughs) nah, we'll see. We'll see if they get this deal. Yeah. So, you know what? This was a pretty I feel like it was a pretty evenly spaced out episode between all the girls minus Shoshana. Well,
0: I mean, you got four girls and like each of them gets a little play this episode. Yeah. Yeah. And I was completely wrong. I said we wouldn't see any Hannah this episode. Um, But we do see very little of Hannah. Like, we do see her, but she's a a smaller section of this.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, should we? I I don't know which one we should move on to because Ah. Hannah's story isn't really that big in this one, as opposed to I feel like. Do you want to save
0: your big uh, Jessa finale for the end?
1: Yeah, sure.
0: All right, let's go to Hannah.
1: Well, we have to start off with Hannah talking to Jessa on uh, FaceTime or webcam. (laughs) uh she's talking to jessa about all the free time she has and she's just like no one really tells you about this in grad school you go to class once a week and you just have all this free time and she doesn't know what to do with it because there's nothing to fucking do in iowa and jessa is fucking doing some butt
0: exercises well she's like stretching her leg up Uh, yeah and uh, meanwhile elijah's in the background getting ready to go to like he's got a whole life in this place yeah He's Elijah gonna... has like infinitely more friends in Iowa than Hannah does. Yeah, <laughs> like he's got so many plans. He's like, I can't do this. I got to do this today, and then are uh, we going to go to this poetry thing tonight? Um, yeah,
1: <laughs> and then uh, Hannah's talking to Jessa, and she's like, Have you seen Adam? And Jessa's like, Yeah. She's like, Is he talking about me? Is he asking about me? And Jessa goes, No. And then Hannah's like, oh, that's cool, I guess, uh, because I haven't even thought about him either. And then Jessa just walks with her bare ass on the webcam. Nice butt. Good butt, Jessa. Very tan-lined. Was that her butt or was that a stunt butt? I don't know. It was a tan-lined butt. And it was a nice butt. Thank you, Jessa. (laughs) And then Hannah just goes, Oh, Jesus Christ, and then shuts the computer, and that's basically it. We get some
0: Jessa ass and then we go to the titles. Yeah. Could be a stunt butt. Yeah. You never know. You never know with these stunt butts.
1: Never know. Never know, you know? A lot of these girls are averse to the nudity, except if I had if I
0: had to bet, I would say that is Jessa's butt just because she's walking like in see through uh panties she, towards the camera like she just starts taking off all the clothes that's true yeah that's
1: true i mean we have seen Jess's boobs in this or one of them at least we've seen both of them um
0: yeah uh so, we've so,
1: seen the one for sure the good one yeah you've seen the, the good one. one or the bad one we've seen a boob of jessa's mm-hmm. uh So it wouldn't be far out of the equation to show the butt. Would you show if you were on a TV show? Would you show your butt,
0: Vance? Sure, I'd show my butt.
1: I think I'd show my butt too.
0: All right, we gotta get those bags, baby. (laughs) Now we we just get all these casting calls. (laughs) That's all it took. (laughs) We don't even have another episode. We're like, uh, sorry, we've had, uh, we've been booked on. Sorry, we're butt doubles now. (laughs) that was our butt as jessa you know <laughs> another butt audition
1: mm, no not round enough
0: <laughs> yeah, a little too flat mm. a little too hairy yeah little... <laughs> me and All you on right. the same audition for some reason we're like yeah you don't know what color butt you want <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah yeah if you don't know
1: uh i'm a white guy and vance is not a white guy <laughs> Look at our fucking podcast artwork. I think think people know. I don't think you have to. They better fucking know. Email in if you didn't know. I
0: don't want to read that email. I really thought that you were both black. I really thought you were both white. (laughs) I was thinking Asian. Yeah. All right. So, Hannah next so uh oh, i wanted to talk about this opening thing because she's talking about the oh i have all this time right i'm in the pre-writing phase you know yeah. and i she's definitely cr- like she's procrastinating yeah and i definitely sure. feel that you know like because you have all this time you know it's so much time to do it, it oh is, yeah
1: dude yeah. i one of my new year's resolutions was to write a pilot we've been quarantined for fucking six months yeah because of coronavirus
0: i have not typed a single tap of the key of that pilot <laughs> that that's what i will talk about like that is not good like that's that pressure that gets to you where you're like i have all this time and there's no excuses and now you just like yeah going to <laughs> i
1: don't yeah. know yeah and what have i been doing instead of writing a pilot i've been having a good time chumming it up with my buddy vance on boys watching girls you should probably still write the pilot <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i got a lot of time <laughs> I got so much time to write
0: that pilot yeah. though. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, you do not have a lot of time. That's the, that's the trick of it all. But no, I get I, yeah. I got that from Hannah, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean it's true though. Like when you have all that time, it's you're not as motivated to like do the shit. It
0: it, it reminds me of the uh that uh Twilight Zone episode where the guy uh where his oh, glasses he break his glasses? and he's like, yeah. But I've had time now and all he wanted to do was read, but now I can't see. Yeah. Why did that remind you of that? That guy seems like he would have utilized the time. No, but it's just like having... Well, it is the little opposite, but it's always just like having time and not being able to do the thing you want to do. That's the only way, but yeah.
1: Yeah, and I feel like we all knew this about Hannah, though. Like, she seems like a crammer, procrastinator.
0: Oh, as most people are. Deadlines are what gets things done. Yeah, I mean, especially
1: especially with creative types. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that sweating. It's due at midnight. You send it in at eleven fifty-nine fifty-nine. 59. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so they go to the party that Elijah was talking about, the poetry house party. Um, Elijah's taking pictures of a bunch of people.
0: What? I was going to and- say that uh, Hannah has a bike lock now. Oh,
1: right. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah has three bike locks now. yeah, Uh, And she locks them all. And uh, so they go into the party. Elijah's taking pictures of people. Uh, Hannah's basically not enjoying the party. She's like, I don't like this. This sucks. Everything sucks here. And Elijah's like,
0: you suck. (laughs) And then she starts uh, talking about the kind of like what we were just talking about. The like having all this time to write and not writing and then uh, they have like this interesting conversation of where Elijah's telling her like, oh, whatever, just don't do it or like, relax for a minute, and she's like, I can't mm-hmm. because I'm a writer. I I have to write or like he tells her that no one likes doing what they do. Like does Dakota yeah. Fanning like being Dakota Fanning or something? Yeah. Um, and then he's she's like he was like, oh, I'm, I used to be a dancer. And now I don't. You don't see me what? Like One, two, three, five, six, seven, eight in it all over the yeah. place. And she's like, how did that feel when you gave it up? And it was like, you know, it was a relief. It was, it was the biggest relief in the world. Yeah. Um And
1: that is, this conversation is one of the scariest
0: conversations. <laughs> yeah, it is. For creative types. Like, not if yeah. you're just, like, doing a really crazy menial job. Not like if you're a waiter. You're like, but I'm always a waiter. When do I give up waiting? Like, if it's something that you, like, care about and you've Mm kind of put your whole life into and then it's like, it's either not working out or you don't know if you love it anymore, Mm -hmm. it's a scary feeling. And I'm sure it's a relief to not do something. Like, if you had a day where you're like, I'm going to write today. And then you're like, you know what? I'm not going to write today. That feels Mm -hmm. so much better to just say, I'm just going to crap this day out and know that you don't have the pressure of doing the thing.
1: But if you say that you're going to
0: write a certain day and then you don't write that day, that whole day spent procrastinating and doing nothing is just stressful. It's not a relaxing.
1: Yeah. uh, And then when you don't do it, it feels like you wasted a day and you're a failure, too. Unless, But even even the conversation before it, like the sentence before it about like nobody likes doing what they do. Mm -hmm. Like I am a stand up comic, but I absolutely hate going to open mics and like you know, it's hard working on your craft that you're passionate about is really fucking hard. And you just wish that it could come easy, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, especially if you're, there's loads of comedians, there's loads of writers, mm-hmm. you know, there's loads of podcasters, but nobody is as good as we are at reviewing girls. Um, <laughs> cause we put in the fucking work. Okay. But yeah, putting in that work, it's not fun. The, the mindset is like, it's gonna be fun once you get to that certain point once it starts paying off. But then, even then, there it, the goalpost keeps moving. Yeah, it's
0: never. There's never a point where you're fully satisfied with it. Yeah, like, you always want more and more. Uh, yeah, like uh, Christopher Nolan right now has made so many great movies, and he's still like, "Hey, you got to play this movie in the theaters right now." Yeah, I still want, like. I'm like, you don't. You, if you're someone else looking at him, you're like dude what are you talking about you got it made and to him it's like no it's it's just you know everybody has that issue and it is even like the scarier
1: thing about it was the big we both know a guy that was a stand-up comic and he was a hilarious stand-up comic he was so great he's one of my favorite people ever our friend our buddy ben and uh one day he just decided that he wasn't going to do stand-up anymore and talking with him about it, it's that exact same conversation with, that Elijah had where I was like, "How how is life without stand-up? And he's like, it's so relaxing. It was the best decision I made. It's such a relief. I don't need to worry about it anymore. And it's those conversations as a person that's still actively pursuing it that's like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I'm putting myself through hell going to these open mics, talking to people that I don't like listening to a bunch of bum fucking comedians that aren't funny. People that I think aren't funny getting opportunities and getting ahead and seeing all like this trash and just it's depressing as fuck. And to hear when someone quits being like, yeah, I don't need to worry about any of that anymore. My life is so much better. It's like... <laughs> and, his, uh... and his life
0: is so much better.
1: <laughs> yeah, his. I mean, his life was great too. Like yeah, he was he a was great fun. comic yeah. and yeah. he could have probably succeeded like yeah. along the path like you probably could have been at least on one of those
0: uh like comedy central digital things at this point yeah. you know it's interesting because but... stand-ups like there's a lot of people that that leave that um stand-up doesn't last long for a lot of people oh yeah. this uh it's tough stand-up is one of the, like i respect stand-up a lot just because i'm more of a situational like comedy person like get me in a room with some people and like I can have fun and like banter and stuff but like go on stage don't know the audience and then just cranking out jokes and stuff that's just not my that's not my strong suit and I respect people that can do it well it's also a thing of like
1: at this point you know I've invested 12 years 12 and a half years of my life into like I'm doing stand-up I've moved cities I've altered my life to like this is the dream and then like if i were to one day just be like maybe i'll just quit (laughs) like yeah like that's so much time money friends like i've sacrificed so much and you know in the back of your head you're like there's a little thought of like this might not fucking work out but you have to like push that down (laughs) you know like get down there Otherwise, it's like, what the fuck am I doing? I've, I've wasted – 12. I live in the most expensive cities in America. I could be fucking – I could own a house in North Carolina right now if you I wanted the, to. You know the
0: weird thing is like creative types, when they're not like fully successful at the thing, you have that thought process. It's like, what if I just studied finance or business in school? Oh, <laughs> dude. It's like the like weird d- fantasy of like creative dude. <laughs> two years ago I legitimately
1: looked into how to become a plumber like I legitimately I have a plumber that's uh, a friend that's a plumber and I was calling him I was like what's the deal with plumbing like do you think I could do it
0: (laughs) yeah I got a yeah I got a best friend he's an uh, electrician like he did the like uh apprenticeship thing for like five years and then he got into it and like I got a nice house in Baltimore he's got three kids and like I was like dude that's great like that's amazing like that's that just worked out and I'm like, oh yeah, that seems attainable that seems doable. yeah not, I remember not something I ever had doing uh, like, but like you that, look at that and you're <laughs> like man so there is other ways.
1: Dude, back when I had a blog this was like fucking in college. I wrote or in New York like first couple years in New York and in college I had a blog and I wrote a a, a an a blog about how like I wish my brain was wired differently to want to do that thing. Mm-hmm. Instead of what I want to do, because what I want to do sucks. Yeah, and I'm sure you know the first fucking five years of those apprenticeships for being a plumber and or an electrician that sucks ass oh my God, too. Yeah, but uh, there's a track with that where you're like, I see the the end, the
0: the end, the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, like if you, yeah, that's the thing. Like it, it, you know that if you do this thing, that this other thing will come. It's not like. If I do this, it's still a toss up whether or not they'll need someone to do the job. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. And there's the, the thing about like, I mean, I can speak with stand up. I can't really necessarily speak with writing, uh, but you can do everything right. You can go. You could have a crush a good set and it still won't matter, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah it's just like that's not what they're looking for at the time they already have too many of like similar comics so it's like we're not we can't have another one of you
0: yeah and it's just like uh, there's a lot of hard work that goes into the creative fields but then there's also that thing of like luck and timing that has to go into someone being successful and that's the you know that's the thing you can't you can only prepare for the opportunity yeah that's the rub
1: man yeah and hannah's dealing with that Hannah's dealing with that right now. So uh, she uh, then is starting to have that little bit of doubt creeping in. And then later on, we see her with her writing crew, the team at the uh, in her writing class. uh, They're all sitting around in a circle and they're having uh, they're having debates about, you know, subjects in in writing writing and and stuff. Yeah yeah saying like oh i hate this cross pollination of like once you get a blog you get a book deal and then when you get a book deal you get a movie and it's like it's such bullshit and hannah's kind of like why are we hating on that
0: because <laughs> it's literally what lena
1: Dunham did <laughs> oh yeah dude oh yeah don't hate on me uh, yeah so she's hannah's defending he's like why are you hating on that like these people are popular and they're successful that's what people want you know that's what the market wants. And uh, who's who are we to say that that's stupid? And then uh, she talks about how she hates that because she wrote about uh, giving a blow job that she's pen pigeonholed into being like a Fifty Shades of Grey writer. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, that's not true. Like, listen to all these people that have written about blow jobs. And then D. August uh, mentions a bunch of dude writers and. Hannah's like, see, and what do they all have in common? They're all men. And it's because, like, I'm a woman. When I write about blowjobs, I'm this, you know, romance novel, sex kind of erotic fiction type
0: writer. Well, and this was the thing I wanted to bring up from, like, our last episode where you brought up that you thought everyone was just, like, praising Gagas because he was the black guy in in, uh, the class. And when mm. she, when she calls him out for just naming men's name, mm. uh, male authors, he then, uh, everyone in the group goes, oh, Diaga, you got, it. she got you there. You know, like everyone wasn't just, yeah, like, that's what I need. I needed that extra sample size because I didn't think yeah. that was exactly what was happening. Cause even then they're like, well, oh, he was, he was wrong. Cause I thought in the last episode, what he said about Hannah writing her own stories and calling them fiction or whatever, like putting her own life in it. I thought it was a great point. That's why they kind of agree with her more so than they were just agreeing with anything he said, just because of who he was. And here was a point where they didn't just agree with him or defend him. They all were like, Ooh, how do you defend that one? You know, like, yeah. So they do have an open, like they'll critique if it needs to be critiqued and. Agreed.
1: Agreed. Yeah. I took the L on that one. Yeah. (laughs) They're not just agreeing with him, but I mean, he must be like the most talented writer in that program. Apparently.
0: Well, I think people just kind of, but she does go on later when she rips everyone like she did at the GQ thing for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. She just loves calling writers out for some reason. Um, Yeah. And I, but she does bring up like, oh, and like you, everyone, like you're the golden child of the thing because he's probably mm kind of, I don't know. Like, I don't know exactly. We don't know enough about what he's been writing or that little snippet to say like what's what, but. Yeah. So she calls everyone out.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, as Vance alluded to, she, I don't know how it transitioned into this, but she just like starts trashing everyone. She has a pointed statement about every single person in her class. And at this point, it's like, how long have you been in class with these people to sum them up so succinctly?
0: Uh, I don't know how much time has passed, maybe a month, maybe or so. Uh, I mean, Elijah like real comfortable in Iowa. But he yeah. knows everybody. <laughs> so she, uh, she basically she trashes
1: Chandra. She says just because you have a exotic name doesn't mean that you are the informed person about all things third world. She said that the the Asian guy I forget his name uh, calls Ches- him a Chester. G- Chester. She says he's a gay that writes all this like really saccharin and schmaltzy kind of stuff. And uh, then there's another lady that I forgot what she said about her. She's something else. Then she said Logan is Miss Doom and Gloom.
0: Oh, it was uh, Priya. Uh, yeah, she Priya, says, don't yeah. write. Uh, if you I, you have to write more about Southern jails or something, yes, Southern prisons yes. or something like that. Yeah.
1: If you write about Southern prisons, I'm going to murder you and go to a prison in Iowa right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she Said that the uh, the white guy. She's like you're such a privileged white wasp piece of shit basically with only one testicle right with yeah you probably only have one ball and he's like hey i've got two balls
0: yeah i was like please have two like i don't want her to be that knowledgeable (laughs) like she could just tell balls through jeans like all right that's a one baller
1: she (laughs) tells logan that uh, she's miss doom and gloom and she's a dark cloud that hovers over the class and depresses everybody And then she says that D'August is the golden child, and we all have to suck his dick, lick his balls, and lick his taint because he's so good. And then D'August's rebuttal was, I didn't know somebody was sucking my balls.
0: (laughs) Fucking. (laughs) Wow, you couldn't think of something better than that, Mr. Writer? Goddamn. Well, I thought it was fine that he was like, I don't, I I didn't know someone was licking my taint. Like, just kind of (laughs) call, like, she is just calling people out. Like, he does not need a witty retort to that.
1: So obviously, this makes the room uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And Hannah is like sitting there, like, what? No one's going to say anything. And then she kind of is like, all right, well, I guess I made everything awkward with my honesty because I want to be honest and I value honesty. So I'm going to let you all chew on that. And then she leaves. It does like an awkward, quote
0: unquote, uh, comedic exit. Well, she's sitting in the middle of the couch and she kind of back flips off the back of the couch to get away um for yeah, like a comedic ba- exit yeah
1: I, I, well it also looked like the couch was like on the ground so it would be hard to get up from
0: but this what do you mean the couch of, was on the ground <laughs> it looked pretty low to the ground so it'd be hard to get but, up yeah but you would it would be harder to back flip over the back of it than to get up and walk past <laughs> absolutely absolutely vance don't give her the- don't
1: give her a low couch excuse <laughs> in the process of her uh, flipping off the back of the couch, she almost kicks Diagas in the face. Yeah. And then uh, she's, like, crawling on Chandra a little bit. Yeah. And then she just thuds on the... Like, I had my I had my closed captions on, Vance, so, <laughs> so I could... Thud? So, I did,
0: so you got all the sound yeah, effects? It, it, it literally said thud. <laughs> and then they call her Lindsay Lohan or whatever. Yeah. so yeah. like,
1: oh, we got our Lindsay Lohan here. Yeah, It's so like... Why, why, why
0: Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, I wasn't really sure. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't uh, get yeah, that yeah. Did Lindsay reference. Lohan, is that like
1: a Mean Girls thing? Did Lindsay, I can't remember. Did Lindsay Lohan like oh, call is everybody out as is that a out Mean, is that mean
0: Girls? Girls? I don't know. What? That's what I.
1: Because I was thinking
0: think. Lindsay Lohan, the person, not Lindsay Lohan, That's what, the actor from the, the act. The role she played in Mean Girls. Uh, yeah, I but I, I don't
1: know how this could have related to Lindsay Lohan, the person. No, not at you all. You know?
0: Unless she got drunk and called a bunch of writers out. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, maybe. Yeah.
1: I don't know. T- we're going to do a bonus episode about <laughs> Lindsay oh Lohan's controversy. No, we will not.
0: <laughs> you know what, if No, no, we're not. <laughs> I was going to put something out if we get a certain amount of something. I'm like, no, no, we're not. Yeah, no. Um, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, so then uh, Hannah's trying to leave the party. She goes outside. Her bike is stolen. Great. Hilarious. Great. Somebody broke through three locks to steal this. It's probably not a nice bike. It
0: is funny that her bike is just getting stolen a bunch.
1: I hope that's just a thing that happens in every <laughs> yeah. episode. Yeah. Recurring. She has to buy a new bike yep. every fucking episode. hmm <laughs> So then she gets a ride home from uh I think it she's who's who'd they say it was like Mennonites are in Iowa? Yeah, it's like they're not uh
0: they're not Amish. Not, not Amish, they're Mennonites, yeah.
1: Yeah. So she gets home from it looks like a nice Mennonite person on a horse horse drawn carriage. Yeah, horse
0: and buggy, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah.
0: Uh um, I, I don't know what she's doing in school. Not writing and burning bridges with the few writers that she has. Right? You think that the critiques were bad at first. (laughs) Fucking... Now that you've just
1: told them all, like, you're all fucking losers and pieces of shit and phonies. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, those critiques aren't going to get any uh, softer, lady. Yeah. And for the main event of the evening, we've got my girl, Jessa. Yeah. So, as we stated before she showed her butt she was talking to hannah on facetime uh hannah asked about adam and i was like why the fuck do any of her friends talk to adam like why would they but jessa
0: actually has a reason to yeah talk i was terrible like she was rattling off times that she had talked to him and seen him and i was like whoa what is yeah. going on and then she mentioned Yeah, she's like, have you talked to Adam? She's like, yeah, I talk to him, you know, once or twice a week.
1: I see him every once in a while. And I was like, what? Yeah. And then she was like, yeah, because we're in AA. We're doing AA together. I was like, oh, thank God. The relief. (laughs) Right? So that's where we pick up with Jessa is she is at AA with Adam. And Adam is basically uh, complaining about how when he talks to Hannah – You know, she doesn't really talk about anything. She talks about a bunch of nothing bullshit. It's nothing real. All she talks about is like, hey, they serve, they sell donuts at the movie theater. Isn't that awesome? He's like, what is she going to get out of that from talking to me? You know, what is the point of this? Which good, you know, I understand that argument. Mm -hmm. Just talking for the sake of talking, you know, that's not
0: a thing to build a relationship on. But if you know Lena or not, if you know Hannah... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you know that you're going to have to put up with those conversations. Like that is what you've signed up for in dating her yeah. for so long.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then uh I got to I got to I got to bring this up because I know that this was if you've been following this pod if you're an OG podcast uh follower of this podcast, The Boys Watching Girls podcast, you'll know that we had a bit of an obsession with Hannah's refrigerator and all of the magnets on it. Yes. At this point in the scene, Adam says, Do you think Hannah would be pissed if I threw away all of her fridge magnets? I was like, pause,
0: hold the fucking phone, bro. They're calling it out. <laughs> like, I loved it. And and Jessa has a line that's actually kind of funny as a reply. So like, she's like, this is why I hate white couples or something or white relationships or something white couple relationships. Yeah. Uh, dude, I wrote down in all caps. Adam wants to throw away the fridge magnets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked, we brought this up in the pilot, the first episode yeah. in the pilot, they had all these magnets on the fridge and uh, yeah, there's a reason. A- there's a production reason for it. Um, yeah, but, did we bring
1: yeah. that? We, we we've talked about
0: this like several like there. Were no, the yeah, first we brought it up in the first three episode. and then We, we commented on it because then they fixed it up later. They were yeah, because yeah.
1: wasn't it something like they had all those magnets in there to get the glare from lighting off yeah, of it or something? Yeah, because it was just a
0: bright white fridge bouncing light back. So they in the pilot they just covered it up with magnets. So
1: yeah. Like, yeah, there's that. So Adam wants to chuck them yeah. fucking <laughs> magnets, bro. Um. At this point, some dude sneaks up from behind Jess and, like, grabs her, gropes her, and he's like, hey, what's up, sweet lady? And she's like, ugh, get away from me. He's like, you want to go outside and smoke? And she's like, no. Here, take a cigarette. Get out of my face. And then Adam's it's like, "What?"
0: It's a big cigarette episode.
1: Yeah. And Adam's like, what's up with that? She's like, well, I let that guy make out with me. And then... He wasn't really feeling all the God stuff that goes along with AA, and so I told him to replace God with my name, Jessa. And so now he looks at me as, as a God, and I'm the only thing standing between him and relapse. And I was like, God, you
0: right? Suck. Right? I'm like, and Adam's listening to this in AA, and I'm like, that is so bad. Like, yeah, so bad. Awful, dude. Yeah, awful.
1: <sighs> but it gets worse so it gets much worse so they're walking down the street after after this scene's over the next scene we see them in is they're they're leaving aa i'm guessing uh yeah and uh jess is talking about like hey it's my four month uh sober she says birthday and i refuse to say birthday she says sober birthday yeah i'm saying
0: anniversary because it's not a birthday you weren't Birth. You don't understand the addiction, Joe, <laughs> and how when you become sober, you are reborn. Okay. Oh, that could be. Okay, Joe. That could be part of the text. You straight edge. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't know. You don't know about being reborn.
1: I'm just gonna keep saying anniversary because I think the birthday shit is douchey. Okay. Uh, so it's a four month sober anniversary. And okay, wait, like, wait. Should... So you're gonna
0: you're gonna be upset about the. Term birthday, but you can say four month anniversary when anniversary means year. Oh, that's true. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, I've heard. See, well, I've I'd, heard oh.
1: six month anniversary before. Man, that's a good point. Yeah. So she's gonna celebrate four months of being sober. Okay. Uh, and Adam's like, so what are you gonna do for your four months of being sober? And uh, this is where Jessica kind of got me on her side because she said. I don't know. Maybe I'll go play laser tag or do bumper cars or something. Those are some very Joe Welkie fucking plans.
0: Those are some very (laughs) sober person plans. (laughs) (laughs) Dude,
1: laser tag fucking rules. Get out of here, man. I used to, like, organize huge, like, laser tag tournaments in my high school. And, like, a bunch of people came. And I fucking loved it, man. Laser tag's the shit, Vance. I'm going to invite you. I'm going to have... Yeah, I have for my no problem with laser tag. I'm just saying. For my birthday, I'm going to have a laser t- If If
0: we're allowed to go outside by then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have a laser tag birthday party. and You better be there. We, we've been talking about going bowling for probably like three years.
1: Oh, my God. We've never gone bowling. <laughs> no. Anyway. There were a couple times where it was like, hey, are you doing anything this weekend? I've texted you. There's a bowling like, alley down the street. We should just yeah. go. I was like, are you doing anything this weekend? And it just so happened you'd be like going to Palm Springs or something. It'd be like you'd be going on a vacation. And I was like, there that was. That makes it sound like was, I'm so fancy. There were at least two or three times where I texted you like, what are you up to this weekend? Let's bowl. And then there was like some kind of scheduling conflict.
0: Yeah, it's called L.A. It's called living in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Being yeah. Flaky.
1: Man, we got to go bowling. We're not allowed to go outside, Joe. I know, but I miss bowling. I don't know. I need to go hang out with sober Jessa because she wants to go to laser tag bumper cars.
0: I don't know if you do.
1: It might end in, I might end up in prison in Iowa. You know what I'm saying? Fucking murdering her. Or just (laughs) regular prison. Yeah, as this episode shows. Um, Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So. She's like, I don't know. I might do something. Uh, I'm sure you probably have plans, Adam. So I'd invite you if you didn't have plans. But I know that you probably do. It's like, why Why would you think that? Uh, so Adam's like, I mean, uh, that sounds fun. Like, if you want, I'll come. And at this point, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Do not make this a budding relationship. <laughs> right.
0: They did the classic. They're doing the classic rom-com walk and talk, you know? Yes. Yeah, hands in pockets, looking down at their feet, yeah. like well, I don't know
1: if I yeah. mean if you if you're interested, you want to call.
0: Him? In it's this like, scene, oh, they yeah. also doesn't Jessa also mention like, hey, what's up with that person that you've been seeing or something? Yeah, right. Like it seems like Adam's been hanging out with somebody else. Yeah, it, they don't really dive too deep into it, but I noted that. Yeah,
1: she mentions like, hey, how's the lady you've been seeing? You seeing her still? He's like, yeah. And she's like, you seeing her every night? And he's like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Being very coy about it. As if he is seeing someone else, he would have to be coy about it around Jessa of all people. But for sure. Yeah, I don't know exactly what that is talking about, you know, so I'm not going to I'm not going to jump. I'm not going to jump because it's Jessa putting her. It could be Jessa putting that sexual slant on something that's not. Yeah. See, here's the thing is I don't know if Jess
1: so... I feel like... Would you trust Jess no. to keep a secret? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even finish this. <laughs> I think that she might just because she knows that it would piss Hannah off. She revels in that. Mm. And then when Hannah's at her weakest is when she'd reveal it. Yeah, but I don't think Adam would know that about her. Yeah. And he says as much later. So... At this point, Jessa decides, hey, guess what? I got to take a piss. And I'm like, all right. So she goes between two cars in the middle of New York City. Broad daylight. Broad daylight, pops a squat, starts peeing facing the, the street. middle of the street. <laughs> Butt facing the street. Ass facing the street. Mm hmm. Adam's looking at her like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, It's Maybe. like, I pee on people in the shower where it's
0: cool. And <laughs> yeah, not on the street where it's frowned upon.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, lo and behold, of course, who shows up? The 5-0. The po The, the po-po. Po-Po. NYPD's finest. Yeah. Roll by, Adam goes, oh boy, it's the cops. Wrap it up, wrap it up, put a plug in it. And then she starts to pull her pants up and the cops are like, are you fucking serious right now? You can't just pee in the street. And then they write her a ticket and she's like, are you kidding me? Come on, don't write me a fucking ticket because I'm peeing in the street. And they're like, we're definitely writing you a ticket, dude. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, I've heard this a lot from dudes, but isn't it if you pee... If you get caught peeing in public, it goes
0: on your record, and then you are then considered a sex offender. That is some stuff that could happen, like if you're peeing near school or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I've peed outside in New York. Oh, I pee. I at- dude, I have yeah. shit outside. <laughs> 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 oh, I've been I've been written up for it from, from like cops once. It was a weird. We were coming out of some bar in like the West Village, and like i was like hey buddy i'm gonna go back inside he's like no dude there's an alley over here let's go I'm like why are we i was like fine whatever because he's giving us a ride back to jersey so mm-hmm. then we like go we pee and then we come out and like this unmarked car of cops just come out hey guys we're writing you up <laughs> we're like what and i was just like buddy we could have just gone back into the bar um how much was the ticket for it do you remember uh, i think it was like show up at court i think it just like didn't it wasn't anything like I was surprised okay. when they told Jessa that it was like just straight up fifty dollars and no like court appearance, no like, no anything. I don't think we well, ever. I thought I they said, you, thought they said it's there. a summons. It's a summons. Yeah, so normally it's a summons, and you can go well, in and and like. Well, they said that. They said
1: waiting. that in the they said that to Jessa.
0: They said, but they said it was like fifty dollars, right? They said yeah. it was like fifty dollars. I don't normally. I don't know if they tell you exactly how much it is. And fifty dollars, mm. just take that and walk away, Jessa. Like you, yeah, you've lost. Yeah, yeah, Jessa did not, she refused to
1: take that and walk away. Ugh. She starts complaining about like, why don't you tell it to my gynecologist when I get a UTI from holding it in? Why don't you blame the fucking city for not having enough bathrooms for women to take a piss on, piss in? And Adam this whole time is like, Jessa, stop. She pulled Chill. a real karen right there. Yeah. So she takes the ticket from the cop, rips it up in his face, starts walking away. And then the cop is like, "Uh, you just made a huge mistake. They put cuffs on her. Mm-hmm. She's then resisting arrest and like yelling and screaming like, you're hurting me. You're hurting me. Yeah. At this point, Adam turns into fucking Lenny from Of Mice and Men. And he's like, you're hurting her. Stop hurting her. <laughs> and then yeah. fucking runs at the cops. Yeah. Starts to like, I don't know. It's like he's with cops. You know that they're going to be like, he assaulted me.
0: Well, you know? here's here's the thing, because it's like, all right, there's a black cop and a white cop, right? They're doing their job exactly the way they need to do their job, right? Like, mm-hmm. she's peeing. They're going to, like, write her. They're going to write her a ticket. It's fine. It is over. Jessa yeah. escalates the thing by ripping the ticket up in front of their yep. face trying to walk off. They go to handcuff her because they're going to bring her downtown or whatever. Then she starts claiming that they're... a like hurting her by putting a handcuffs on which handcuffs probably hurt i don't know like yeah whatever yeah, i wouldn't and, know I, yeah and so i'm then, a good boy <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> taking shits outside uh, hey never been, caught, though. never been caught <laughs> um and uh and then adam like kind of rushes over and adam's a big dude right like yeah and adam this, adam's bigger than both of these cops yeah And then they just, like, push him back, and they're like, hey, hey, and then they, like, start arresting him. This is, like, something they can only do as white people. (laughs) I was going to say, if these characters were black. Yes. like Dead. Like, that amount of, like, ripping a ticket up, marching off, laying hands on a cop. Like, this is all just, like, exactly what, what... Yeah. And, like, Adam even did something like this before when... We have an episode where uh, she's getting called in, like when she when he starts being a stalker to Hannah mm. in an episode and she calls the cops on him and he's just being like, whatever, talking back to the cops, you know? Like, yeah, that kind of thing is just something. It's a privilege that, you know, people of my oh, yeah. uh, skin tone would, would love to have without with oh, knowing yeah. that, oh, we're just going to go to jail and get and be offered oh, yeah. bail.
1: Person of color in that situation, m- at the least tased
0: at the, yeah i mean that'd be great that would be a great outcome for that situation yeah um and also i'd be like that person would never speak to Jess again oh. if the if the person of color was adam and yeah. that was going down you're like nah oh yeah so anyway so then we
1: see ray at ray's coffee ray polshansky gets mm-hmm. a phone call he's like what what happened both of them? So, Ray goes down to jail to bail these two out. Mm-hmm. And he gives them a talking to. He's like, you're both irresponsible people. Mm-hmm. Like, you should not be tr- a re- a resisting arrest. You shouldn't be pissing in the streets. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of fucking savages are you two? Like, what's the matter with you? And you both owe me $3,000. Yeah. And they walks away. He's
0: going you know, like three thousand dollars, dude. Ray fucking rules. I mean, he's the elder statesman of this group. He's like the voice of reason. Like he's the well, person they call to bail him out. Like who else is going right, to be able to do it? <laughs>
1: like right, dude. Like that's awesome. That he, number one, they call him and he does it. Yeah, what? Like, who the fuck are these two to Ray, you know? Like,
0: Adam, I feel like he has a little more, like, sympathy towards just because of, like, he's living in his old place and he stayed with them for a while. So, like, they have a little bro bond that he, yeah. which is something Ray really wants. He likes having that, like, because he lost, he lost Charlie, you know? True. So, uh but yeah, with Jessa, he probably, I don't know, he was talking to, he talks to Jessa at times or early on in this show, but
1: yeah. I guess, but. I love that stern talk. I wish mm-hmm. that he didn't, like his language, his vernacular is very weird. They called him Cretans. Oh, well, he
0: uses very, like, I read books. Like, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it like, dude, it's source, okay. Yeah. It's okay. Just call them assholes because no, they're I, being I, a bunch of fucking assholes. No, I like, I like Ray's, like, deep. <laughs> so Ray walks away and then uh, Jess is like, Psh, man, I fucking hate pigs i hate the cops the fuzz and then adam just looks at her and is like whatever i'm
0: leaving well she says well well, she says oh that was just stop and frisk which is a huge thing huge issue in new york at the time where you were just able to like stop black people and just like it was just it was literally just a a law in place that allowed cops to just harass people Um, yeah you were allowed to to, do
1: it You were allowed to do it to quote unquote anybody, but
0: uh, the people that were getting it uh, were minorities. And it's a problem when someone like Jessa does that, you know? Yes. And oh, remember when she's getting arrested? Adam's like, oh no, she's foreign. She doesn't know, you know? Yeah. Also, like... Yeah, what? (sighs) Fucking... She's British. Are they (laughs) allowed to piss in the street
1: in England? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck out of here.
0: She speaks English as her first language. It's fine. Yeah. So... Anyway. But yeah, yeah. I went the stop and frisk line, it was another one where I was like, Jess, you suck. <laughs> like yeah, you were in the wrong and now you're just, ugh, oh, yeah.
1: So Adam starts walking away and then Justin's like, So what you up to? What are you doing? And Adam turns around, and he's like, I'm not doing this with you. And she's like, What? He's like, You are a bad influence. I saw you do this with Hannah, and I had sympathy for you because I knew that you had a problem, but you're sober now. Like you can't be doing this shit. And I'm not going to be a part of it. I'm not going to be friends with you if this is how you are. Because you're a real piece of shit, basically. Paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't need any more friends. I don't need you in my life. So um, I don't need you. Bye. And he starts walking away. And then Jess is like, oh, so you're cool with having no friends
0: then? Which, like, what a fucking... (sighs) Well, Shoshana has even called him out on that. And so has... It's so interesting that they've called out Adam not having friends so many times. Like Hannah has done it. Only person that hasn't but, done it is Marnie. I feel like.
1: Yeah, but yeah. it's also weird because uh, Adam has a bunch of friends. He has got Taco. Yeah, at he, least. He,
0: he, yeah, he's Taco friends is with Desi. Friends. I I don't know if he stole friends with Desi because they haven't. We haven't seen the two of them together. He's all. friends with Ray. Ray just fucking bailed him out. Yeah.
1: Dude, he's got friends. Whatever,
0: he's fine. It's just a hurtful kind of thing to say.
1: Yeah, it was just one of those things that she was just like, I'm going to try and get a reaction out of him. Mm
0: -hmm. And then it flips immediately.
1: Yeah, and then he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And he keeps walking away. Also, the
0: weirdest walk in television history. It reminded me of him walking away from Ray in that uh, boys episode when he just, like, turns, leaves the dog, and he just walks away. (laughs) Because he doesn't, like, walk away with any kind of, like, malice or, like, attitude. It's just like, all right, I'm going this direction that is opposite of you. It looks like he has something wrong. Like he has a limp or something. Like some it kind seems of, like he has like one bow leg a little bit, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Something, maybe that he has something up with one of his legs. Cause like his walk, his stride is very weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Welcome to stride talk with Joe and Vance. He's <laughs> such a unique <laughs> character in person and actor. Like I just.
1: Yeah. You know. So at this point, Jesus says, Adam, please. I need you as a friend. I don't have any friends. I need you as a friend. And Adam turns around and he's like, Oh, fine. Basically, Jessa begs him to be friends, and that is where that ends up. And
0: I hate it. I don't well, want them to be friends. I did not like him turning around. Neither. I loved him saying I loved him saying, No, you you're doing this stuff sober and you were doing yeah. it and you're just uh a, a, a you're a bad influence. Like, mm-hmm. and she is. Like, she has never... Like, she, like everything she did in this episode is, like, bad. Like, what she did with the guy that she slept with and then now is, she like, taking advantage of his addiction almost for her purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. Then, obviously, she wants him to go celebrate her, like, four-year sober or four-month four sober thing. But then she just pees in the street, gets him arrested. Like, it's just... So much stuff that you're like, I need that little kernel that's not just like abandonment issues from Marnie and Jessa to be like, well, they were abandoned, so they can continually keep doing these mistakes and doing these things that put other people's lives in jeopardy. Like if he don't, if he doesn't get bailed out, and Adam has an audition the next day, like Adam already has some like records on his, some, yeah. um, you know, and and just stuff like that where I'm like, okay. I get it. You want us to feel bad for Jesse. You want us to feel bad for Marnie. But when they don't have that little kernel of redeeming quality, um, it, it makes me think about uh something I heard about the office, like the first season of the US Office, where like Michael Scott's character was just like such a bad boss and like annoying <laughs> and, and then they were like, This show can't last unless we like at least end an episode with something that makes you feel like, oh, he is a person and Even though he does all these dumb things, you know he has vulnerabilities, mistakes, he has a good heart. Like, you know, like, they throw enough stuff in there that you watch him do awful things, but you still care about him. Yeah. And they just haven't thrown enough in for Jessa to care about. Like, I know her dad kind of abandoned her, but then she goes and abandons Hannah. And that's not a one-to-one where I'm like, oh, I get it. That's cool. Leave your friend. I should forgive that because your dad uh left one day like i don't know (laughs) yeah and and we don't even and we don't even have the alcohol uh uh drug abuse kind of thing either where it's like oh well she has problems because she's a she's addicted and it's like no she's sober and she's still doing this like she is her yeah i mean i i got two points uh about what you were
1: saying is uh so she Adam calls her a bad influence. She's like, you're an adult man. Like, how can I influence you? Like, and I thought that was like a great Jessa line. Mm -hmm. But still. Yeah. But in terms of like talking about the office, like not only was Michael just an insensitive, just rude prick during the Mm -hmm. first season, but like you never see any hints of him being good at his job. Yeah. It wasn't until like the second season where you get, there's a there's a, a an episode where he
0: sells Tim Meadows something yeah, yeah. because uh was her name Janet Jan, Jan. yeah they Jan. go to they go to like a Chili's for this like meeting and he's like oh it's gonna be all day and she's like what are you talking about and they go yeah. there and then they just get like drunk and like it looks like Michael's being a complete like. Yeah,
1: he's not—he's not worried about talking shop at all. Yeah, and Jan is like, we need to fucking sell this paper. And Michael's kind of like, take it easy, I got this. Yeah, and you get to see why Michael is like such a great salesman and how he got into the position that he yes, got into. He
0: is a good salesman. Like, if he is just doing sales, he is great, and he got a job because he's great at sales. And- yeah. Doesn't necessarily make him a good leader. Doesn't make him a good leader, but you understand that there's a little bit of method to the madness, you know, and mm-hmm. and that was enough to like be like, oh, okay, all right, he's not a yeah. complete buffoon. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I thought that episode was great because yeah. so far up
1: until that point on the Office, you've just seen him being an ass, mm-hmm. and then to see him like, no, I got this. Mm-hmm. This is how it's done, and then like to prove another person that you think has control wrong. Yeah, like you don't understand how this world works, you know, and we don't have that at all with Jessa. I
0: thought we were going to get that with Jessa with her and BD. I thought we were going to learn a lot from her working with BD and BD talking about her life because she was like much older and probably lived a life almost similar to Jessa's. So she was going to be like, Hey, I know what you're going. Like, I thought there was a lot of stuff that they could have plumbed right there.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of potential, and then they...
0: It's... Bad. Uh, yeah. I, that, and then, like, an, one episode later, Jessa's trying to kill her. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's... <laughs> it was like, this is a place where Jessa can hunker down, and we can finally get it. Because we even have the Catherine Hahn in, like, the mm-hmm. first season, where she's like, hey, I kind of want to help you out. And I'm like, give me Jessa with some type of uh, a female mentor that's older and has lived a life, you know? Like, because she can't learn anything from the girls,
1: There's like all of these like little hints of like, oh, this is where Jess is going to turn it around. And then she like just never does. And she'll burn a bridge with the person that's trying to help her. Yeah. And that's what we don't know.
0: We don't know if this was going to happen with Adam and her. If Adam will be that like positive influence right now. But I'm just worried that she'll be the negative influence on Adam more so than positive on her. I so don't want
1: those two to hook up at all. <laughs> and that's what I thought was happening when they were doing that right before Jess Peed. Yeah. Right when Adam was like I'd lo- I'll I'll come to your laser tag party. Mm-hmm. I was like do not fucking do this.
0: Yeah. Do not do this. Yeah. So uh. it's a little it's a little scary. We're in scary territory right now. Come Hannah yeah. come back from Iowa please. But the question is, did you like this episode?
1: I I, I was yeah, it a I good give, episode. I give it like a seven or eight. I kinda like this episode. Yeah, me too. I mean there's stuff happening, there's stuff that I don't like happening. Like the characters suck. Hmm. Everyone did shitty things
0: again. But, except well, except for Shoshana. Shoshana, did Shoshana like kinda the, did a shitty thing by telling She did a shitty thing. Don't tell the boss... like it's one thing yeah, to don't, say don't openly say oh i'm just i your company's dumb i hate what you do <laughs> like I'm yeah just basically using... you could have been like oh i got another job offer and then just blow or, she, off. or just be like oh yeah well i'm really considering it i have a couple other places too that i'm looking at but you interview these other people and like let's check back in to it's like yeah i work as be a, a bit... freelancer a bunch so like i always have to send emails like that
1: yeah dude yeah. be a bit more diplomatic you know yeah. I mean, but of the shitty things that are being done, I feel like Shoshana's <laughs> was the least shitty. All right, should we do a quick uh, girls'
0: ranking then on this?
1: Quick tiny rankings. Tiny ranking. Shoshana, here. shiny Shoshana, number one. Uh, Hannah, number two. Marnie, three. Jessa, four.
0: I I I almost can't argue. I'm wondering if Marnie swaps with Hannah. See,
1: Hannah's not Hannah. Just hurt people with her words. Marnie's hurting people with her body. And who is she hurting words. with her body? Ray wanted that. She's hurting Clementine. She also yeah. fucked over herself and Desi with like being awkward at
0: the record thing. But, Potentially. But that's just hurting herself. And who do you care that she hurts Desi there? Yeah, I don't. That's I, not, I, I don't like I don't yeah. like Desi like at all. I kind of like I understand where Hannah's coming from mentally, state-wise, but like mm-hmm. this is. Twice in like maybe three or four episodes, she just called out a room full of writers. Yeah, I'm just like, What are you doing? Like, you burned bridges, (laughs) got into grad school, got to grad school, and then burned bridges again. (laughs) She must
1: have saw like that episode, the beach house episode with Shoshana, just like lambasting
0: people. She's like, Oh, that looks like fun. I'm gonna start doing that. (laughs) What is it? Why the truth is fun, or something honesty is fun? Being honest is fun. Uh, There's a lot of talk about honesty
1: in this episode, though. Where Hannah's like, I'm. I care about honesty. After mm-hmm. she like trashes everybody, mm-hmm. sure. was like, I care about honesty. Yep. Marnie is like having dilemmas with honesty, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, but Jessica doesn't fit into that narrative really at all. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. honestly,
0: yeah. I need a friend. I guess. <laughs> yeah. The that's theme her, of this episode her is her. she's lonely. I guess, but it's like yeah. I, we we know stop. You wouldn't be lonely if you weren't doing the things you're doing. Exactly. You wouldn't be lonely if you were likable. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's
1: the episode, everybody. That was Female Author. Stay tuned for the next episode, which is titled Cubbies. Like who knows? Like
0: like, like, the, I, like, like the like kindergarten, like kindergarten cubbies, I guess. <laughs> oh. Unless they
1: go to a zoo and they see some cubs bear cubs oh, and they're like oh look at the cubbies someone's a chicago know. cubs fan and doesn't yeah. know how to be it calls them a cub. Dude, my my friend nice. is my friend is a chicago cubs fan and she named her dog cubby all right that's so what this episode is about joe it's friend. about my friend sammy's dog named cubby <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thanks for listening see ya You think it's fine if I throw out all hand as refrigerator magnets?
0: Uh, this whole thing is why I hate relationships between white people.